discussed. Hello and welcome to the Fools Rushing SDFC podcast. We are here to review the weekend draw with Harrogate and look forward to two games this week, along with the usual carnage, chaos and Kieran, the free C's of the podcast. Um, I am joined by a number of regulars, as you can see. Uh, We will start with good evening, Mr Wood. How are you, pal? Um, I think I missed the last one, didn't I? You did. Yeah, that's why the views are down. Evening. <laughs> uh, if there's, we love nothing more on this show than unrivaled arrogance. So thank you for joining us again. Uh, hello, Ned. How are you, pal? Yeah, good. Thanks, bud. Good, good. And uh, and hello, Rich. Nice to have you back with us as well. Evening. Yeah, I was going to say I like to take part of the blame for the views being down the last last one. Well, you know, we we often do refer to you as the eye candy, despite. Kieran's uh, objections to that particular claim. And speaking of which, sporting one less knee and one new hairstyle. How are you, Kieran? Yeah, not too bad. himself and forgot. He's the one that pulls everyone up for being muted, does himself a stupid little introduction and then mutes himself. (laughs) Fuck off. And also, I think Christian's going to cry about you because he's had the three C's of the podcast and (laughs) even though he's not here. Well, Cheltenham well, is the uh, is the fourth C, but we don't like to. It's like the fourth wall. We don't like to talk about it. Um, let's dive straight in with a review of the game. A game I think all of you potentially were at, and then again, maybe not. Maybe not Kieran. Um, but Rich, we last time we we did this, and I didn't start with you. Ned went mental. So let's. Uh, Let's dive straight in with you, if I can, please. Um, a draw with Harrogate. Fair on reflection? Ned superstition there. Yeah, um, I, th- I think in the end, probably, um, we were unlucky not to probably win the game, to be fair. Um, I did think it was a pretty, pretty even game. I thought we had some sloppy moments, especially in the first half. Uh, second half, uh, like we tend to do. Like I said before, I'm not sure what Ghana's halftime team talks are, but they are bloody amazing. Uh, nonetheless, we always come out in the second half, always switched on. So um, that is one positive, uh, one really good positive um, to, to not even just take out that game, but over the course of the season so far um, is a is a fantastic positive um, amongst the away results as well. Um, but I, I, I do think we need to be more... Um, Oh, I'm trying to think of the words, but we we just need to be more confident at home. I think we need to start grinding out those results. It's brilliant for against Hartlepool last week. You know, I thought uh, that was a great win. I think it was a bit of weight lifted off our shoulders. But I felt as if that uh, the to win against Harrogate, I think that would have cemented um, us being back at home, starting to get some wins under our belt. Because I feel that's what's important at the moment. I feel as if that's what's going to defy us. Um, going into the Christmas period where there is a lot of games and uh, we need to start um, grinding results out, not just away from home, but at home too and being more comfortable because I, th- I think we can be as well and I think we I think we need to be as well. So um, it was a bit disappointing. I thought we gifted them a goal, which was really, really annoying. Um, but at the end of the day, though, uh, draw, yeah, I'd say probably fair result. I think we were, yeah. Uh, like I say, unlucky to uh, to not get a win out of that. 
And uh, and Ned, there was a lot of claims afterwards about um, at least one other penalty that was turned down. Um, do you agree a draw was a, a fair result? Um, it's difficult, really, because I don't believe we deserved a draw in that game. I thought they were... I thought um, Simon Weaver set his team up in the first half uh, to perfection. I, I thought they was... It's not that they played brilliantly. It's just the, you know, the man-to-man um, -man marking and the high press. It just destroyed us, absolutely destroyed us. We had literally no possession in midfield. Um, no one had any time to pick a pass. Um, so everyone was under pressure to make quick passes, which, you know, most of the time is all right for us. But we did make a lot of mistakes. Um, we took a long time to... to um, uh, uh, you know, get used to the conditions. Um, and I have to say, I, usually when it's windy, it's usually heading towards a Stratton Bank, isn't it? And this one was uh, like a south-southwest wind, wasn't it? It was, it was crazy. I didn't. I've never, I've never seen it like that before. Has anyone else? I, I don't remember the wind. I'll be I'd honest. Never, I never really like. I know when it's windy but i never really recollect which way the wind is going well it's i mean usually you can tell because it, when you're taking a goal kick from the from the stratton bank side it usually just goes straight up in the air and sort of comes back down towards you again you know all those goals like grazioli scored for stevenage all the wind has been going towards stratton bank but this time it was the other it's like a it wasn't quite towards the goal but it was like south south west style um I, i've never seen that before but um yeah, it, it took a while to get used to that. But I have to say, Simon Weaver, you know, I take off my hat to you, sir, because uh, that was a masterstroke. And unfortunately, whenever someone does something great against us and all the other teams start to copy, don't they? So we need to, you know, go back to the uh, um, training and just, you know, see what we can do to get around that. Because that was, we we got absolutely schooled in that first half. Um the thing is, you know, when you do that sort of man-to-man -man marking and the high press, you can't do that for 90 minutes. I don't care who you are. You can't do that for 90 minutes. And that sort of turned out to be the case because as soon as it comes to the last half hour or so, uh, well, maybe 40 minutes because we did start to play better in the second half, but they just turned into like the ultra shithouse team, didn't they? Oh, my gosh. Uh, it was, that was the amount of... I've never seen such a dirty team at the county ground. They're, they're, it was disgusting. It was literally, literally disgusting. I mean, um, what's his name? The left back, um, former West Ham YTS. What's, what was his name? Lewis Page. He should have been sent off twice. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I mean, poor old uh, Kane. Uh, he's uh, he took an absolute battering. But I have to, I picked out, I mean, Josh Falkenham. What a thunder cunt he is. Jesus Christ. Absolute thunder cunt. He, he was like a little angry dwarf. He reminded me of Peter Dinklage in the film Elf. You know, <laughs> it's right for this time of year. He's an angry um, elf. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. I mean, it just... But the one thing I did appreciate about him is the fact that he was like the organiser in the middle of the pitch. So if someone wasn't doing something, he was like getting them into position and stuff. But... When it comes to our players and the referee, he was an absolute thunder cunt. That's the only way I could possibly describe him. He's just one of those players that 
if he plays for you, you love him. But if he plays against you, <laughs> just the worst person on the planet. Um, but yeah, uh, also a point as well that I wanted to make is um, I can't, was it, it was in the second half, wasn't it? Um, we kicked the ball out of play because we had a player down injured. And then they, Blumen, didn't return the ball, did they? They they carried on playing. It's just like, you fucking bastards. <laughs> so <clears throat> I'd probably hate them more than uh, Forest more Green. Than Forest Green, yeah. My hate was mainly towards Vince, but yeah. Um, Harry Someone else has an issue with Vince at the moment. <laughs> I wonder who that could be. <laughs> in fact, isn't that a Forest Green uh, hoodie you're wearing there, um, Kieran? <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to just go for it. You sure um, Vince had a heck of that as well, once upon a time, Kieran. <laughs> um, Woody, I'll ask you your, your opinion on the game in a sec, but Ned um, made a point of discussing, obviously, the, the parallels between the first half and the second half. And I know you were left quite frustrated at halftime, and it caused a bit of discussion in our whatsapp group about the, the the town fans reaction to being a goal down at half time yeah <laughs> oh that that sparked up a right debate didn't it um i just i don't get it i don't i didn't get the being one nil down and booing your team and and it wasn't that it wasn't just that that was pissing because basically it was almost like the town end was split into two half the town end were like this isn't good enough. We know it's not good enough. We're losing. We could get this back. The other town and we said, this is fucking shit. Why are we playing like this? Blah, blah, blah. I'm not being funny. We, we, the one thing that really irritated me about it was they were booing the tactics. People come out about an hour afterwards and said we were booing the tactics. Um, we weren't playing any different than what we normally do. Harrogate were defending against it better than any other team has done this season. Any other team has done this season. In terms of how, as as Ned uh, said, um, Ned said, um, as Ned said on his on his bit, that was probably the best defensive performance I've seen against us that first half because they just they kept a high press. There was one moment there was four players surrounding our um, surrounding Kessler Hayden before they started kicking the shit out of him. Um, that bit of it I wasn't too impressed with. Um, but yeah, the, it, I just I just don't get it. I find it embarrassing, and I know I know people will say they pay their money, they have the right to boo. Of course, they have the right to boo. But I just didn't see the need for it. Like I'm not I'm not even saying it's because I think that we should be positive and all this kind of shit. Um, it's not because of that. I just think it's embarrassing. You're losing one nil at half time. There's 45 more minutes left of the game. I'm not being funny. I know we're playing Harrogate. And I disagree with those comments as well that saying Harrogate or Timpar, Harrogate or this. Every club has to start somewhere. Every club has to start somewhere. Swindon were once a team that weren't very good, you know, and had to make their way up. Um, been many beloved, times beloved Cheltenham were non-league for a good. while, you know. It's every team has to start somewhere. Um, so it, that kind of those kind of comments do do wind me up a little bit. But I just I just thought at the end of the day. Harrogate's performance are the reason why I said the other week why I think they'll be in the top in the playoffs because I think they're just consistent they're cons they will do that every game they will play like that every single game and it will frustrate the hell out of so many teams um, yes the dirty side of it I didn't like I, I agree with Ned their left winger should have been sent off maybe even three times but um, and should have probably been in the book 
Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. I I just don't. I thought it was embarrassing to be totally honest. Just booing booing players at half at half time when we're only one nil down. If we're losing four nil, and if we were playing crap and they were really crap, then maybe a little bit of license, maybe. But it, we were just outsmarted. As um, I, I forgot what the manager's name. Ned mentioned it a couple of times. Weaver, isn't it? Um, Same Weaver. Yeah. They came. They came with a game plan, and it was and it was executed perfectly in the mm. first half. Just, I was just going to say on that. I think also, I think a lot of our fans uh, are quite fickle. They probably think, oh, Harrogate. <laughs> Oh, they've come up from the conference like two seasons ago. We're, we're taking them, uh, we're losing to them, you know, we're taking this game too easy. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be, you know. So uh, I, I I, don't think a lot of a lot of fans really do their homework. Like um, Harrogate are a good team. They're up there with us. In fact, they were, they were top of the table at the start of the season. I know, I know it's obviously quite. For a few games yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I mean. They, they're mean, nothing that we should be taken lightly. We shouldn't be. In fact, actually, no, we shouldn't be taking any team in this league um, like uh, lightly because I feel as if that the teams that we do play against lower uh, that are lower than us in the league, we seem to lose to. Obviously, it hasn't maybe at home this season, but still, you know. The thing is, I I, I genuinely do agree with what you've both said there, but then when you. Not that it's an excuse for that sort of mindset. I don't think there is an excuse. And I think, Rich, you're right. There is no gain. You know, essentially, we're all in the same division for a reason. So you have to apply yourself properly. But when Harrogate themselves are then putting out tweets um, like yesterday's crowd of 8,199 was the biggest we've ever competed in front of, you can understand why some people will take that when they've got yeah, Illusions think- of, say, Swindon being a massive club in this division, you can see why fans who perhaps. But I think I think what a lot of fans. Mentality. Yeah, I think what a lot of fans don't realise though, if I was the opposition manager there, if I was Weaver at half time, I wouldn't have said anything. I would have said that's that that would be my team talk. The fact that you've got fans booing their own players despite being in the top three or four of the league, mm-hmm. you've got fans booing at half time. That's your team talk done. All you're doing is doing the team talk for the manager. And and to be honest, if the first 60 minutes are anything to go by, Harrogate deserves something from that game. It was only, as Ned said, when they started to tire, that press started to tire, um, that they, you know, that we really came back into it after probably even later than that, after Payne's equalizer, Payne's equalizer, probably. And I think that's just their team talk. That's why I don't don't see the point in it. It's it literally doesn't offer anything in terms of anything to the players apart that they're going to be frustrated yeah you can be frustrated they people are voicing their frustration all the way through the game you know players don't they just don't need to just it's it's just not necessary (laughs) if somebody can come with me come at me with a benefit of booing your players off at half time i'll hold my hands up and say it works but I, i just don't think it does and also i think as well just going back to the point about the harrogate um biggest crowd that they've played against in front of in since Leighton Orient, for example, it's like, that's most of the teams in our league. Cause we've got one of the biggest capacities in, in our league. Our, our capacity shouldn't be in league two. We should be higher than where we are. And managers have come that have come and gone in Swindon town have said that as well. So uh, Richie Welland's obviously been the latest one. And it's just like, you know, I mean, 
Of course, of course. Uh, I mean, Harrogate have just stated out the bloody obvious. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's no well, different, it's comparatively well, speaking, than if Swindon were to play a, a Man City United, in the FA Cup yeah, and exactly. say... Exactly. Because, as, as Woody alluded to, every team has to come from somewhere. Um, going back to the game then, uh, Woody, you, 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 met, you sort of mentioned it in passing there anyway, but from the sort of the hour mark, Swindon started to, to implement their own game a bit more. Um, so yeah, we've had two different trains of thought. Rich thought we were unlucky not to win in the end. Uh, Ned thought we were almost fortunate to get something from the game the way the game started. Where, where, what side of the, uh, the fence are you on? Uh, I'm probably the same as both of them, really. I think, like I said, yeah, as I said earlier, with Harrogate, Harrogate's first 60 minutes, they deserve the win. Um, but our last half hour, maybe 20, last 20 half hour, I think was one of our best performances at home this season, just in that last 20. But you've got to look at it. Do you look at it and go, good teams can play badly and still win? You know, if you try to apply that theory, you could say that we deserve the win. Um, but I just think it would have been a real injustice. Not that I give a shit, but it would have been a real injustice to Harrogate if they had lost that game. Um, apart from all the crap that they got up to. And it's mainly in the last half hour, wouldn't you say, Ned Rich, probably the the, the major stuff that discussed inside of football. Um, yeah, they, that was, they, they were just getting frustrated. They were getting really Yeah, yeah, the dark art. Yeah, I think... Um, I, I think that the reason we still... The reason we still didn't win the game wasn't necessarily because we played bad. It was because of our own flaws. It's the, we have to take about 30 shots before we score a goal. And, and uh, you know, and it's, I, I don't know. I can, I now see why Kesler Hayden is only a winger in, you know, on loan out because if, if that guy could score, he would be nowhere near our side. <laughs> you know, he'd be pushing, he'd be knocking on Villa's door. You know, it's um, the amount of, the amount of opportunities he, he gets into and doesn't score. Um, and I think that was the problem on, and it was the problem for me in the first half on the Hartlepool game. Um, like the Hartlepool game, it was either a poor cross or a poor finish. It was one or the other, <laughs> you know. So it was, um, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think a draw is probably a fair. I never like really saying fair result. I tend to say fair reflection of the game because in football, there's no such thing as a fair result. It's either a result or not. Um, but it's a fair reflection of the game. I think. Yeah, in just to Harrogate if they had lost, but we, being the side we are, we should have really pipped it at the end. Well, the thing ben... as well, um, a, a good point is that the weather was a massive factor. Let's not forget that. So first half, they had the advantage. Second half, we had the advantage. We They played better in the first half. We played better in the second half. So yeah, let's I think, not... I think the weather is, uh, I was going to mention that earlier when you mentioned about it, Ned. The, because of this type of wind that was coming in, here we go, doing the metrology again, because of the type of wind, it wasn't actually affecting aerial kicks. It was almost coming in like a wind tunnel and then just circulating around. And that's why I think, I don't think it really was an advantage to anybody. Um, I think that, because if you look at Jojo's kicks, Jojo had no problem kicking against the wind at all. It was just, yeah. It, um, but it was a really weird... Because you look it at one weird. of the corner flags yeah. was just constantly pointing downwards. <laughs> it's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it was a strange, it was strange weather. But do Harrogate get that often? Probably up there. I don't know. Do they get it quite a lot in? Is it North Yorkshire Harrogate? Um, I think I think the weather would have been worse in Harrogate at the weekend than it would have been in Swindon. Yeah, yeah. So they're kind of used to playing in crap weather anyway. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, Ben, who obviously regular panelist, can't be with us tonight. He did send in okay. his. Yeah, his, was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he did send in his little uh, match review so that his views could be on there. He put the first half was dire, second half was really good. Um, a fair point in the end against a promotion rival. I don't buy in that Harrogate are. I mean. Sometimes his spelling isn't the best, so I'm trying to work out what, what exactly he's tried to say here. Um, I think he's gone with Tin Pot, but done it terribly. Um, so I'm going to go with, I don't buy in Harrogate a Tin Pot, and we have a divine right to smash them. They're the third best away record in the league, and like us, on the cusp of autos. On paper, one of the hardest games of the season. Ref was shite, though, lost control of the game, let Kessler get kicked off the, I think he means park. Um, not to mention getting no less than four pen decisions wrong. Um, ref Jared. was dreadful. I completely agree. That was the referee was really, really bad. Yeah, he Com- was bad, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. He had no consistency in his decisions. He was he was awful, absolutely dreadful. Compared to, again to the Hartlepool game, where I thought that ref was really good. I think Ned mentioned it on the pod. He was it, yeah. a very good referee, a very very good referee. And then we get that twat um you know because we've had him before and i'm sure he was a twat then as well he's just oh oh what ginger, ginger. Um, <laughs> sorry to any ginger players i've coached but this person is a ginger knobhead we always have Got to no isolate song. a group of people every week for no reason <laughs> um Kieran, when you take into account um everything you've heard and and the thoughts of ben as well and you consider Harrogate in terms of where they are in the league, the form they're in and stuff. Is it a case of we've come from behind, we've got a point. We Yes, there might be some frustration that we haven't beat them, but ultimately mm-hmm. we didn't lose, we move on. Yeah, I think from everything I've heard from everyone at the game, we were lucky to have really come. I, I, don't, I don't think we were lucky to have come out of a point. I think because we should have had three, the, like three or four decisions that went, Wrong, that were wrong. The penalty decision that we got, even when you look at the county ground own clips, um, clip is even worse because he, he barely touched him. But the ones that are more, there's one in the first half that was pretty much a stonewaller. There's obviously one late on that's quite a stonewaller, and one not long before the actual penalty we got that was more of a penalty than the other one. Um, so I think the, uh, he was just sort of even in the, out as his decisions by that point. I'd love to see his marking from it because he must be in minus <laughs> fucking figures for it, but um, I think. The only frustration that really comes out of it, I think it's a, it's a good point earned. We, we haven't lost. If you can't win a game, don't lose it. Um, I think the only frustration is that, obviously, we have got the third worst home record in the league now. I think it's only Scunthorpe and Oldham that have a worse home record than us. And I think it is something that whatever whatever the hoodoo is at home, we need to sort of sort out because it could cost us in the long run. Um, it's good that we we've sort of, do it in reverse when you're away ones draw your home ones and that would work um but i think to keep people coming back we've got to start picking up more points at home um so that's the point woody's made a few times in recent weeks yeah and i think i 100 agree with it i think as well it is the attendances are good at the minute but if you're gonna if you lose your home games or, or start start drawing most and people get bored of it and they say swindon fans football fans in general are a bit fickle um especially newer fans, they want to see entertaining football, but if it's just ended up in a, in a stalemate every time, then they might not come back. 
But you look at the last week, we've won won a game and drawn one at home, got four points from it. And I think realistically, if you said that, considering our home form sort of a week ago, you'd sort of take it. I think everyone probably more expected us to lose against Hartlepool, draw against Hartlepool and win against Harrogate. But I think considering where they are in the league, I think, I know we take the piss out of and only bringing like 41 fans and stuff, but they're up there this season. They, and from what I, the clips I've seen, the highlights and stuff, they, they weren't a bad side. And as I say, I think their fitness is going to be slightly worse than ours because we, we invest in that side more and that's something we've got, we've got better with this season. Um, so yeah, I think we just need to take on, take on the, Look at the look at the negatives because you need to look at the learn from them, learn from our mistakes, learn how to play against that those sorts of teams. Because as you say, teams came and did what Carlisle did to us, just shit houses all the time. Harrogate ne- didn't necessarily come out to do that. They ended up having to do it because they were tired and it was the only way they were getting something out of it. Um, just one final word then on Harrogate, if we can, and I'll ask you all, and, and it's simply a one-word answer because it's interesting that again, it's a discussion that that Ben has has instigated in the in the WhatsApp group off air. Are do you consider, and I think Woody, I'll, I'll come to you first because you've already kind of alluded to it. Are Harrogate promotion rivals this season? If we're viewing ourselves as promotion contenders now, are they promotion rivals? In terms of playoffs, yes. I don't think they're top three. Kieran, agree with Woody in terms of sort of getting into the playoffs or potential playoff rivals. Yeah, but I think our pr- real sort of promotion rivals are Forest Green, Exeter, and uh, who's out, who else is up there? Oh. Port Vale, and I think potentially later on, later on the season. But I don't. I think Harrogate would be up in, in and around the playoffs, but they're, they're not automatic promotion contenders for me. Rich, uh, yeah. I've, from what I saw on Saturday, I don't see why not. They can't be playoffs, but I think with regards to this league, as in with League One and Championship, uh, both leagues, all the leagues are very, very tight and one loss can drop you from 8th to 14th. So, uh, like I say, I don't, I don't see why not. If they can keep playing consistent and getting results, then yeah, of course they can be, but... Um, yeah, I'd say why not. Ned? Uh, well, uh, it was only last week or the week before when I said that I think they'll fall away. Um, but after watching them, um, as long as they, and this is the key point, as long as they remain injury-free, um, you know, or don't have many injuries, I don't see why not. I mean, they've got, you know... The, They've got a fantastic manager. Uh, they've got several goal, uh, good goal scorers. There's, you know, all the mix for having a successful season. But I don't know. I mean, any form of injuries, you know, like you know, their um, keeper gets injured or, or you know, their main striker gets injured, then I think they're probably struggling. But if they can remain injury-free, I don't see why they can't finish in the top three because their manager... He's, he's played an absolute blinder. And if he can do that every game, then you can't go wrong. No, no. Well, that's, it's fair. And, and you've all answered the question. Thank you. Um, someone who did have something to celebrate in the in the draw was Dion Conroy, who's now got up to his, his number of 100 appearances. Um, so again, I'll, I'll ask you all, what, what does that 100 games for, for Swindon represent? You know, uh, Woody, I'll ask you first. If, if I ask you Dion Conroy at Swindon, what, what comes to mind? Is it only 100? It feels like he's been here 10 years. <laughs> the, um, he's been injured um, for about eight of them. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, 
most everybody knows I'm I'm quite a fan of Conroy. I do, I do like him. Um, yeah, he's a bit of a diva at times, from my understanding. But yeah, it mean you know it means I think it means a lot for anybody to get to a hundred appearances for any club nowadays. I think <clears throat> there's no as I think Christian alluded it to it. There's there's no real loyalty in football anymore. And I'm not saying he's been loyal. Um, although he was one of the six, wasn't he? That um, trained unpaid and all that kind of stuff. And I just think he's going to be, he's probably going to be a little bit Nathan Thompson-esque in terms of, you know, he'll, he's never going to be our best defender. He's never going to be, you know, he's, but he's going to, he's just, I think he's going to be around the club for a long time. I think he, I think he will be. Um, uh, I just, I just want him to have, you know, just have 10 games in a row. <laughs> you know, I really want him to have 10 games in a row because when he gets into form, he's unstoppable. And when he gets into form, he's probably one of the best defenders in this league. But he just, he just, he seems to get a good game going, and then he gets injured. Bless him. But um, yeah, no, nah, f- fair play to him. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always happy when we've got players that reach 100, and it must mean something to him anyway, because that would be his 100 for professional appearances as well, I guess, because he came to us non-professional. So um, yeah, fair play to him. I wish him Ned. the best. Ned. Uh, sorry, I'm on mute. <laughs> um, it's it's nice that he's playing at a time when you know something's happening because wasn't it a couple of seasons back when we won the league? Um, he was injured pretty much that whole season, wasn't he? So, I mean, he's been playing in some real shit teams. So it's nice for him to actually play in a, a winning team for a change. Um, but yeah, I mean, he looks fantastic. He's come back. Um, you know, all you know, all credit to him for for being one of the six. Um, he could have easily walked off and launched his career somewhere. But you know, fair play to him. You know, he's um, this is probably the longest stretch now he's had in a township actually playing games. So yeah, fair play to him. It's it's you know, all the interviews that I've heard from him, he sounds like a really nice guy. So it's just nice that for him to have this season when he had a horrible experience of the season last year, working under a complete wanker, um, which will lead us on to <laughs> a certain podcast in a moment, I'm sure. But um, yeah, fair play to him. You know, nice guy. Let's go. Kieran? <laughs> yeah, I think I think he feel, probably feels lucky at one point because he's had the injuries that he's had he's been very unlucky with and it, they were potentially career ending even at a young age so I think he, and he's only it's, it's similar age to me I think he's like 25, 26 um, so he's not old and I think the biggest accolade he can have that he's remained a club captain for as long as he has because I know there was a lot of question marks uh, when he got it was at 23 when he got made club captain which is young for any club um, but it sort of shows it, no manager that's come in yet has taken that off of him. Um, and there's, there's some good contenders in this squad for your sort of club captain, Jack Payne's and stuff. I know he's vice captain. Um, but I think, yeah, I'm just glad that he's sort of made it to there and he looks to be doing well this season. I think this is probably the best season so far that he's had for us, um, which just shows you maturity and stuff that you're improving. And I think this, I'm glad he's going to get some of the best coaches, probably one of the best coaches he's had. I know he's had sort of a mixed time. He's had a lot of different managers. Um, and I think Wellings is probably the next best one apart from him. But he's, he seems to be a lot more solid this year. 
um, growing up a little bit in and in and off the pitch. Um, and I think uh, he can't take anything away from me. He's one of the six that stayed and played for free or was training for free. Um, and also compared, he was frozen out the squad at one point last year. He could have walked off a lot sooner, a lot easier. And I don't think he'd have been too short of offers. He's definitely got League One, League Two clubs. So fair play to him. You have no, here's 100 more. And Rich? What these guys said. Um, I mean, let's just face it. I mean, <laughs> um, he's dealt with some real shit at uh, Swindon, uh, whether or not that's injuries or uh, being, well, in the words of Ned, being under a complete and utter wanker. Um, but uh, yeah, no, uh, pleased for him. He deserves it. Uh, he's, um, when he has been in the team, he's always uh, had that leading role. So um, I'm glad he's getting a good run of games and hopefully he can be part of um, a team this year when playing and hopefully getting or looking in for promotion. Um, you've both made reference. So just a, a quick side note. Has has anyone on here at this point watched or listened to don't, the uh, the Sheridan? I don't think it's out yet, mate. I think it's No, out. it is if you're on their page. Oh, but... Um... It comes out tonight. It comes out tonight, and I'll be there as, as soon as it's out. Fucking watching that, but I I like how they're clever. So I assume they're doing it in two parts. I reckon the second part's going to be more what we want. I think they go for his career, but I'm looking forward to that. I don't, I don't know if I even want to listen to it to be quite <laughs> to be quite honest with you. I mean, I didn't even listen to his post match post match interviews because <laughs> was, was so fucking boring. So I knew it was coming. <laughs> So I don't really want to don't really want to listen to it, but I do kind of want to hear the um, the, the excuses. Yeah, the excuses, the shit that that's going to come out of his mouth. I really, really, really hope he references Taylor Curran. <laughs> uh, Nev, will you be watching or listening? I will be eventually. I won't be doing it to like like Curran, um, but. Uh... It's certainly worth a watch. Just you know, a listen. Should I say to uh, to see exactly what he's got to say? Um, you, is he gonna? Is it definite that he's gonna reference us, or is he just? No, gonna... it's just it's just everyone's assuming from that he's gonna be on it. But um, I, to be fair, he got proud to it. He, I don't think he's a very like he's got a lot going on. He's not a very well man. I think people should be mindful when they do talk about it. Just keep it to football and not keep it personally. I think we don't know. Is obviously. You can see from the screenshot of the snippet of him um, on there, he doesn't he doesn't look well, um, and I think people just need to keep be mindful of that, those sorts of things when they when they're commenting on it. Just keep it to strictly about football. Um, well, going back to to things that do matter and not living in the past, uh, Ned, I'll come to you first. Since we last spoke, the uh, the new kit was revealed. Thoughts. Oh, yes. Oh, I love a blackout kit. I know a lot of people don't. Um, but yeah, I, I do like a blackout kit. And and as I said on the uh, on WhatsApp, uh, it could be shit brown and I'd still go out and buy it. Absolutely. No, I'm an absolute fool for buying swimming kits. Um, but yeah, I, I do like it. Um, I noticed that there's you know, a slightly different design on the arms as well, with a black sort of triangle thing going on. No, I'm I'm quite excited. I've got um, I bought one for myself, uh, one for my son, and one for my uh, uh, nephew as well. So I, yeah, I'm buzzing. So yeah, yeah, I can't wait. I can't breathe. I just the thing that I, I can't I just breathe. Say, I can't. I can't wait. 
um, the thing that I would like to question is that if you're from, is it First City? That's on the back. Is it First City? Red Squirrel on the back of this one. No, no, yeah, Red Squirrel on the back of this one. But the uh, the other kits, it's is it First City? Because surely, if you're them, you've paid for the sponsorship on the, on the top of the only, back of the show. They probably they do separate packages. They probably only paid for the home and away one because quite often a third kit would either have a different front main sponsor or a different back sponsor. So I would think the setup is that you initially sponsor the home and away one, then you may offer it to them for extra when you bring out a third kit. It's not obviously guaranteed that you're going to do that. But do you know what I mean? Like, if you're the only team that we would need to wear a third kit for is, you know, from from what I was looking at, is is Lons in France. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure we're not going to play in this season. So I just don't understand. Do you know what I mean? I I don't I, understand. I, 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 I can answer that. So apparently, we've been offered the uh, basically leftovers of Puma, basically. So they, it was basically the end of their stock. And they were trying to get it, and they just made it into a blackout kit, apparently. <laughs> so these sports directed our ass. Is that, right? is that what you're yeah, saying? <laughs> well, we, wanted, we wanted more shirts, didn't we? We couldn't because we had a limited design, and because of what's gone on, we couldn't have it. Mm. So it's another revenue stream that we we've ran out of shirts for a home and away kit this year. We need to sell some more. Go to Puma, see what they can do, and they they that's what they came up with. Um, just couldn't be bothered to put a white light outline around it, but. Like um, I say, it's just a, it's just a basic template, though, isn't it? It's just bit... yeah. There's nothing special. Like what about we've it. had. I don't get every, everyone everyone wanking over it because it's fucking got no badge and it's like blacked out, like it's been washed away. It's not a it's it's a boring shirt, even for a blackout kit. It's a basic Puma template, and Ollie Howard would be out there fucking ironing them on at some point. It's even easier for him probably. He just needs to like, just fucking draw some black bits on it and just say, "Oh, this is the Puma blackout kit." The thing is, it's what we've had with the red and with the home kit over the last couple of years until this season, and we had something different. I don't. I don't what's what's I, funny is the kit's blacked out on the arm. One of the Puma things is in white. So it's not a complete blackout kit. Yeah, I noticed that. I was thinking, what's like, going what's on? the fucking, you know, just this is, this is what I mean. Like, you know, it's obviously that they've um, they've they've just used the end of their stock, really. And so clearly, a, a young man who doesn't mind rocking a, a black outfit, Rich, not really a fan. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. <laughs> and, man uh, from milk tray. <laughs> indeed. And uh, and Kieran's evidently not a fan either. How about you, Woody? Um, I, I kind of like it. Um, I do like a blackout kit. Um, I don't like the badge on it though. Um, I don't, I, th- I d- there's something that doesn't look, I don't know if it's the photos. I, it's one of those that I won't buy until I actually see it in person, I think. Um, because the, the photos are just, don't, I, I don't know. It looks like a, it, it looks like they've done the template of the badge, but they're not bothered filling it in. Um, I don't know. The badge looks weird. The rest of it looks nice. I like a black kit. Um, I think Adidas do blackout kits better than um, than Puma do, but I probably will get it because I do, with the exception of that absolutely dreadful green and white one we had, <clears throat> I tend to buy the third kits when I can. Um, oh, that wasn't a third kit, was it? That was an away kit. That was an away kit. Um, it should have been a third kit. It was that bad. flag one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, I'm not having that, Woody. Yeah, I, I said it because you've got it, Rich. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I do like, I do, I always used to try and buy the third kits because I don't know, just it's always something different from our traditional colours of 
home and away kits, isn't it? So, um, but I'll have to see that badge because I don't know, there's something about the badge that doesn't look right to me. Um, but the kit itself is nice. Um, I haven't seen any, is it the same template as the Borussia Dortmund one? Um, in terms of that little V on the bat on the side, um, I think it might be. It's um, the exact one, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, and plus, black makes me look smaller, so um, I'll probably, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be good for running around in seven aside in because the red one doesn't do me any favors at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't enough black in the world to do me any favors at the moment. <laughs> um, oh, Fifi. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. working on it, lads. I'm working on it. Don't don't you worry <laughs> about me. I'll be in prime condition for the Christmas party next week or this week, I should say. Now, um, oh yes, Woody. Let's let's move on to to your your special features now. Then and and did the weather have an impact on the women's games this weekend, or did we manage to get some? I, 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 know, my girls... I, think, I, I think I saw your like the the youth team got called off. Yeah, you? that was I actually called that off. Um... Because I'm a pussy. No, <laughs> um, no I, I called it off because it was just. I mean, I I call it because we don't use our own pitch. We use another club's pitch as well. I thought, you know, a, a, a drop of snow on that is like dropping a bucket of water on it. So it's. I knew it was going, and it would just been a horrible game of football. So um, me and the manager came to an agreement that we wouldn't play. Um, but the and also the kids are all doing mock exams now. Like, I don't want to give them pneumonia. But the um, but the ladies managed to play. I actually, considering it was quite cold and it did start snowing, it was actually quite nice footballing weather. I think on the, on Sunday. Um, but yeah, the girl, the ladies played um, Pool Town uh, in the league. Uh, they won six one, which is a massive result, really, because now we're starting to play the teams that are down our end of the table. Um, so as it stands, anyway. Um, so hopefully they'll, they'll start getting some points. That's I think that's three wins in a row now, or something like that, minus the FA Cup loss. But um, so yeah, yeah, it was a it was a good game to watch. Um, my personal opinion on it is it'll be interesting. We had Ellie Olds, um, who the people that know women's football will know Ellie Olds, but she used to play for Swindon, was a very good goal scorer. Um, went off to sign for Fulham, and Jewel signed for us, um, and she played this weekend and. I always get nervous about that. And I can't remember if I mentioned it to the manager, but I always get a little bit nervous about it because I think we're not going to have her next week. Um, you know, so it's, uh, it's sometimes she is a swing for them, but um, I'm, not, I'm not sure what Kieran's doing. <laughs> but, this is turning into, this is turning into master chef. I was going to say yes. master chef. Yeah. He's going to but, see if I, he's going to see if he could bake a cake whilst, uh, <laughs> The, the problem, talking about the women's football. The problem um, for the legions of fans we've got that listen to the audio only is not only are they missing this quality content, but they're, they're not seeing that he's also got okay. one of the virtual backgrounds on, which means we can't actually see what he's doing properly. It just looks very suspicious. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not actually... Do, do you know what the really bad thing is? I don't actually know who they got this weekend. Buckland. Buckland, thank you, Rich. Rich this is why we hire Rich. Rich <laughs> I'm too busy trying to concentrate on my own games. I'm trying to think how I'm going to deal with Saturday's game hungover. Um, but, the, um, yeah. but yeah, no, yeah, it'd be Buckland and um, yeah, and uh, the development we plan as well. But the uh, yeah, um, and then we can move on, move on from that. We don't need to worry about the fans Premier League. I don't think. 
No, which means I should ask uh, I should ask Kieran if he wants to discuss fancy Premier League this week. Well, I'm still fucking top. That's all that matters. Still got the same points gap because me and Rich got the same amount of points. Five uh, is more towards the bottom after one show's climbing up the league now. So we need to know. Is that actually true? Is that is that what yeah, we're saying? Yeah, you're like second bottom. That now. is true. They're still bottom. One yeah, show has like 50 points. Right, well. <laughs> Hang on. So I'm, I'm I think everybody's benches helped them out this week, didn't it? Yeah. It was but... like. No, right. I, so... had, I, I had Ramsdale on my bench and put Edison in instead. So Ned remains bottom, scoring 45 this week. Um, I've dropped to seventh, only scoring 35. One show scored 50 to move up to six. Ben has stayed fifth, scoring 46. Uh, Warren stays fourth, scoring 55. Woody stays third, scoring 53. And then Rich scored 55 in second. And Kieran is top also with 55. Um, Woody, I don't know... um, I know you watched the last episode back, but I didn't. I can't recall you actually commenting on Kieran pointing out that you said that you were closing the gap, and since you said that, it's got bigger. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you got to make things bigger to make them smaller. Um, so, <laughs> is that what you uh, said? I, I, I was going to say, Woody, it's uh, it's it's not about um, slow and steady wins the race, isn't it? Exactly, mate. Yeah, I mean, it's thirty-three points is nothing, isn't it? It's it's. <laughs> As if one it's one week three. if you do it right. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, just one poor week. That's all that's needed. Kieran, you know, half his squad's going to be injured or something at one point. And, and it's it's not like we don't know that Kieran's uh, well known for making the odd bad decision here and there. Yeah, so. he does that every now and then, doesn't he? Yeah. So. <laughs> so instead, is that me and Fifey? I'm slow. I'm definitely not steady at the moment. Yeah, I think um, I, as long as I stay in that top three for the next couple of weeks, Waza can stay away for a bit. Yeah, um, I'm the same. <laughs> five points away from Rich. Yeah, I'll have him next week. I'll be back up to second next week. Well, you say next week. It's not next week. It's this week. No, it's this week, isn't it? Yeah, I've got two transfers to make this week as well. So yeah, I might have to I, I did utilize well. them wisely. Um. Let's uh, let's move on then and get back to, to matters on the pitch. And we've got two games uh, this week to, to look forward to. I know uh, Woody and Rich, you're both um, you're both going. I believe you're both going tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, going tomorrow, and I'm going to Walsall as well on Saturday. Well, let, let's not get ahead of us. Let's start with Colchester. Then we obviously uh, <laughs> we haven't invited Sion for this one. <laughs> Um, because otherwise, the amount we play Colchester, I think Ned referenced earlier, we play them more than we play anybody else ever. I, I think if he was to come back on, I think he would have probably wanted to be paid. Because I think <laughs> during that voluntary last time, I think he's probably thinking, I'm not doing this for fucking free next time. <laughs> um However, depending on the result, we might invite him on next week. Um, Rich, I'll come to you first. What are you expecting from the game? And uh, excellent. He's he's frozen. I hope someone's taken a pic, our usual traditional weekly picture of Rich freezing in an awkward position. Uh, Woody, while he regains his signal, why don't you tell us what you're expecting from the game? Ever. <laughs> it's so awkward. I haven't. I haven't listened to the match presser yet. I, I'm, obviously, I know we're going to be making changes. Um, it's about time we 
pissed Colchester off in it. Um, <laughs> I can't fight. <laughs> oh, this is great for the people that are listening in. This is why you shouldn't. <laughs> Can do you the audio, audio describe uh, Rich's? Uh, He's having a shit. Rich's face. Doing his having a shit face. Yeah, yeah, orgasm face. <laughs> um, no, I think I think we'll beat Colchester tomorrow. Um, I, I mean, obviously the lads all know that you know I I don't mind this trophy so much. I still think that we're this is probably one we might actually win, um, but. It's uh yeah, I think I think we will beat Colchester tomorrow. I'm going two nil. Um I think he might rest Simpson tomorrow. Um it'll be interesting to see who he puts in his place, but I generally think he will rest Simpson. Um and I'd like to see Dabre. If Dabre were playing, I I'd like to see him get on a score sheet because he's every time I've watched him, he's looked like quite a little exciting player to watch. So I expect to see him play and I'd I'd hope he'd score. Um, as well. So, yeah, I'm going to go 2-0, two 2-0 nil, two nil to us. Well, right. given your your optimism for the competition, I know Craig will be disappointed that he's not here to share that that optimism. Uh, Ned, what, what are you thinking ahead of the game? I just can't wait to see what Rich, Rich's face is going to be like in a sec. He's <laughs> come back again. Here we go. Um, so, I... Uh, I'm sort of half and half. Now we got past the group stage. Now we can start to sort of take it seriously now, you know. Um, it just seems such a absolute waste of time to start off with that group stage, doesn't it? But, um, yeah, I mean, I... Well, he's not frozen. Woo-hoo! Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I... It's, it's I, honestly, I, I've this this game's gone completely over my head. It's, it's at home, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I fully expect us to win at home against Colchester. Um, I can't see them putting all their decent older players out because they all need resting. Because it's a very aged team, isn't it, Colchester? Um, I think we'll I think we'll win comfortably. I think we'll win. 2 0, 3 0. I'll go with 3 0. I'll go with 3 0. That's a good point, actually, you know, because I, I saw on Sai's Twitter as well that um, there's been a lot of criticism of Nublay not playing at the moment. Yeah, I saw um, that. So I wonder well. if Nublay's going to play tomorrow. If if they're oh. thinking he's, which that will, that means that it might not be 2 0. If Nublay plays tomorrow, I've got a feeling he'll score. Yeah, <laughs> so, 3 1. <laughs> Adjusted. Um, Welcome back, Rich, um, for, for, for our audio-only listeners who missed all the excitement of you freezing again. Um, we're just, Don't worry, uh, I've got good picks as well, to be fair. So. <laughs> um, what are you expecting from the game tomorrow? Yeah, hoping, uh, hopefully they will win, to be fair. Um, I think uh, in terms of cup competitions this season, uh, I think obviously Ghana's taken it very seriously. I think most of the cup games that we've had this season, um, other than the FA Cup, obviously in in this competition, the EFL Trophy, uh, have been at home and we have managed to get results. So um, I, I'm fully expecting us to to put in a, uh, a competitive performance tomorrow. I'm, I'm fully expecting us to win. Um, I'm expecting us, obviously, not to be playing the uh, youngsters this time. Um, I think it'll be a... A partially different squad um, to the weekend, but I also feel as if that because uh, I think the only player that's out is uh, the only two players that are out are Gladman and Baldry. So um, 
it, it might be time. Uh, it might be time for Jordan Lydon to get um, a chance in into play instead of Reed. Give Reed a give Reed a bit of a rest before Saturday, which is obviously the most important game. Um, but you know, I, I I feel as if that obviously with the competitiveness in our squad, I feel as if that we will we will get something out of the game and hopefully. Um, Hopefully we can get a win in 90 minutes and not have to take it to, uh, to spot kicks. And uh, um, finally, Kieran Ramsey, how about you? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Fuck off, you are your fucking shit. Um, I think I think it'll be a draw tomorrow. It always seems to be a draw at home against Colchester. Um, That's the impression I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I think I think it'd be a draw against uh, Cold, Cold, it's always a draw against Colchester at home for some reason um, and I think one of the teams will win it on penalties is uh, I oh think, well that, I think... that's brilliant with, with insight like that who needs Sky Sports or BBC um, and I, I, I'm going to stick my theme I think Colchester will win it on penalties you really are the Grinch well no because I say it every you? time I, but as soon as when I start well, giving us winning, him, winning, we, we fucking lost so if I give us win if I say that we're going to lose we normally get a draw or win look at my rant it's last week he's got it's a point a stu- out of game the superstition thing isn't it? Rich having to speak first for Ned and <laughs> and you having to predict that we lose yes and then I can be the idiot that says oh, but one week I'm going to get it right and it's going to be like oh I can stop the superstition um we also have, as, as has Free been alluded water. to, we have got the FA Cup game um, against Warsaw as well. Um, typical that a few of us uh, Swindon fans based around the Midlands are coming down to Swindon for the weekend when Swindon are heading up to the Midlands. Um, again, I'll ask you uh, what your thoughts are. We'll go reverse order this time. Um Kieran, are we going to see as much drama as you've had with your hairstyle this week in the game? God, swallow my steak really quickly then, because I thought you were going the other way around. I think it's going to be a very interesting game at Warsaw. I think they're going to play quite similarly how to, to how we do. Um, and possibly similar to sort of a Harrogate team that's going to sort of try you on the high press uh, with Matty Taylor as a manager. Um, I've got a gut feeling that that is going to be our first away loss of the season. Um, and I think, it, in grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter that much if we lose. I'd rather lose in the Cup than lose in the league. But I'd love to get to an FA Cup third round because I love the FA Cup and I'd love to be involved in it one year. Um, but I think it's going to be a difficult game. It's going to be a tough game. I think it's going to possibly be our toughest game on the road uh, so far this season. Um, I'd love to see us win and get into the third round, but I'm going to go three-one Warsaw. Just keep the superstition up. Uh, Rich, you said you were going. Are you looking forward to it? Oh, I'm buzzing for the atmosphere. To be fair, um, I mean, uh, I think we're bringing just under. Well, we might even get to that 2,000, um, 2,000 away supporters by uh, Saturday. So who knows? Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be probably one of the biggest. Uh, away attendances from Swindon Town in a in an awful long time uh, as well. So, you know, I mean, um, I think everybody's going to feel positive going up there. Um, I think everybody's going to feel as if, obviously, our away record so far this season's been obviously fantastic. Um, it would be a massive, massive shame if we were to lose out on this, on this game. If we were to lose this game, uh, I think it'd be, uh, I think it'd be disastrous, really. But, you know, 
uh, to be also to be so close to the third round of the FA Cup as well. Um, but to be fair though, if we did lose and uh, we did get somebody shit in the third round anyway, I wouldn't be too too bothered anyway. But well, no, you know uh, how I, I, like 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 Kieran, I I love the FA Cup and it, it'd be fantastic. Um, because uh, do you know what the third round brings back so many good memories for Swindon Town, uh, obviously under the Decanio era. Um and obviously for us to have beaten Wigan at home that game that on season. my birthday. Oh, was it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, no, it was it was incredible. And then obviously to oh, well, obviously we lost to Leicester, didn't we? In the um, uh, yeah, that wasn't fun round. for me either. Oh, were you at that game? Were you? I was uh, along oh. with people from work. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. So um, no, like I say, I mean, brings back fond memories, and it would be fantastic to eat, whether or not, whether or not we get to the third round. Hopefully, we do. If we get like a Premier League team at home, I, I wouldn't be too fussed about that. That'd be great. Uh, if we got a Premier League team away, I think that'd be just fantastic. Whether or not we win or lose. Well, Doesn't you know, matter. you know how the footballing gods and fate work, Rich. If we lose, then they will get Liverpool away. Yeah. If we win, we will get Colchester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> More than likely. <laughs> More than likely. Yeah. Um, conscious of losing Woody, who <laughs> who I uh, think is is starting to to flag a little bit in the corner there. Uh, what are you expecting from the game, pal? I think we'll win. Um, I, you know, I, I'm for one, I'm quite happy to see Matty Taylor doing quite well there now. Um, but yeah, we, I think Warsaw's just one of those places we always tend to get something out of, though, don't we? So, um, genuinely, Warsaw is the coldest ground I've ever been to. Yeah. What's that? Sorry, Warsaw. Warsaw. I went to what? Have I went you never been to Boundary Park? I went to a Tuesday night oh, game at Walsall oh. and fuck <laughs> yeah, me, it was cold. Yeah, and it, it's always quite, it is quite, it always is quite cold there. I don't know if it's something to do with the fact it's near the open motorway, etc. But yeah, it is always quite cold there and uh, it always makes me laugh that there's, there's weddings at Walsall. That's always the sign that's up when I drive past their ground, is the weddings at Walsall. Um, yeah, I think, I think we'll win. I think it kind of depends on what squad we play tomorrow. Um, in terms of how well we play, whether we're going to be a bit tired or or whatever, but yeah, I think I'll, I'll go for, again similar to tomorrow. I'll go with a comfortable two 0 um, I think it will be a hard away game, but I just think if we do take a good crowd up, um, are we sold out or are we Almost. looking for extra allocation? Are we? we? We've we've sold over eighteen hundred, I believe, as far as I'm aware. We've and we might out. get extra allocation, or is that? Still hey, that, that, was, that was our extra allocation. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think with that behind Joe on a way day, it's just it's going to be massive. So um, yeah, I'm going to go two now. Last but certainly not least, Ned. Uh, I mean, this season is a special season, and I foresee that Swindon will be in the third round draw, and we're going to get someone quite special in, in the third round. I. I mean, there's such a feel-good feeling. I don't see us losing. Um, Ever. You know, like the t- <laughs> well, that's already completely fucked, isn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, From now. Uh, two, yeah, 2,000, you know, uh, well, near 2,000 fans, should we say. I think they, they'll cheer the boys home, I reckon. As, as Woody said, I agree. I think 2-0 victory. 
Um, yeah. Sorry to jump on your score bandwagon there, Woody. Um, but um, yeah, right, yeah, we I think we win. If we get it wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I think we'll win. I think we'll go through and I think we'll get uh, a team that we can, you know, show what we can do against in the next round. You know, okay. I'm playing against League Two teams. Um, you know, sometimes we can look a bit iffy because they just fucking shit out us. But playing against a championship or a Premier League team, it'd be really interesting to see how, you know, the tactics play out and, uh, you know, whether it works against them and what they do against us as well. The, the only disclaimer I would put on that is, is the only Premier League team you wouldn't want to play for that benefit would be Man United, who are purely at the minute setting up to shit house anybody they come up against. <laughs> yeah. Or Burnley, to be fair. <laughs> if you saw what they did against Chelsea the other day. <laughs> but why is he United? He's there to win cops. Have you seen the oh, great Roy Keenan yeah, Jamie Carragher? I am fucking brilliant. That was brilliant. <laughs> um, gentlemen, before we finish, um, we, we received two questions um, to my very, very late tweet out asking for questions. Um, so I, I will let you answer them. <laughs> I will let you answer them. Um, Ned's laughing because he's very well aware of what one of these questions is. Um, so we'll do that one second. The first one, um, and you can make it a one-word answer if you like. Um, if this season's team were an animal, what animal would they be, Woody? No. What question that is? Um... Frog. Frog. Any particular reason or you just stick it with frog? I'm just I'm just thinking of something that uh you know can jump quite far ahead but then always falls backwards. So yeah. We'll go we'll go with frog. Rich. Uh probably say a cat because uh we always seem to uh whether or not uh, when we lose at home, we always seem to win away. So we always seem to land on our feet. So oh, I thought you were going to go along the lines of nine lives then. That too. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a fair point as well. Yeah. <laughs> Kieran? You were to say arrogant cats. <laughs> um, a gazelle, because we're leaping forward. Nice. Ned? He's not happy. <laughs> nice. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I, you know, Woody's one. We're bouncing back. We're, you know, frogs and uh, bouncing. Anyway, anyway, they don't bounce. That's a really bad analogy. Um, <laughs> I was going to say red panda. And why? I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> it's red, we pay him red. We could yep, be like a blackout panda. Because we... <laughs> we're awake at night. <laughs> I got to be honest, Fifey. I thought you was going to ask Ben's question. <laughs> this is Ben's question. Oh right, sorry. His first. He question. sent an actual how one I, in when I said, I not, "How am I not surprised?" Uh, he sent an actual <laughs> one in when I said, "I'm not reading the one that he sent originally." Aww. <laughs> because his are original on one here is, "Are we on tonight?" Oh, well, Mrs. is, but we're not. <laughs> anyway, joking. Um. I said red panda because they're beautiful to look at and they're pretty goddamn cool. And that's how we're playing at the moment. So apart from last game, possibly. 
Uh, I, I'm going to say if this season were an animal, it would be Craig's dog, because despite what <laughs> happens, every now and then, it's a bit of a twat. <laughs> and you'll only get it if you watch two episodes ago. <laughs> um, the, the second question um, <laughs> that we received um it's it's slightly focused it's not really our our normal way because we're generally trying to be quite a positive pod unless it was last season um where there was nothing positive to talk about um ned (laughs) sends his apologies already for asking it but he wants to know uh which of the players would you say is underperforming the most this season um as you asked ned it's only fair you go first the I mean, to start off with, I mean, my, my, I've got like two answers. So I've got for the first maybe 10 games, I'd say Ben Gladwin. Uh, And now it's starting to be Ellis Siandolo because he, for the last few weeks, just, I'm, I'm not sure what it is, whether it's fatigue or what, but he is just not the player he was a month ago. He isn't, I don't know what's going on. Would he almost, um, if there was a, a reaction that can mimic a sarcastic applause, that's that's what you got from Woody. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure he was impressed by that answer. No, the opposite, actually. That's exactly I, I, what I was going to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I was, you know, because I was a massive fan of Gladwin when he came in, um, you know, and we all know what he's capable of doing, and we haven't seen it really this season. Um, and then, but then I actually thought, I'm not going to go with Gladwin, I'm going to go with. Uh, Ian Dolo because at the last couple of games genuinely and I, I it pains me to say it because you know he is he is almost a Swindon uh, you know kind of a, a slave to Swindon type thing but it felt like the only reason he's played is because he's left footed um, right. you know that's genuinely how I f- felt with him out there at the moment he's just done not he's just not been his normal self so yeah I actually agree completely with Ned for me it's between Gladwin and Ian Dolo possibly Rich, um, it's a difficult one. Um, I I personally wouldn't have said. I get that Ian Dolo's not always had the best of games, but I do feel as if that is potentially down to tiredness. Um, left wing back is certainly not his natural position, um, and I feel as if that I think the quicker we can get somebody in January to play that role or to even just give Ian Delo uh, a bit of a rest. Um, but I don't feel as if that he's underperforming. Um, I think the moments when he is good, he's fucking quality. Um, so, and he has had some really, really good spells this season as well. Uh, he's always getting into the final third. He's always trying to make that, um, trying to get that cross in. So in terms of underperforming, I wouldn't I wouldn't have said Iandolo and I dare I say I don't think I would have said Gladwin either. I think I would say probably maybe after the first game that we had against Scunthorpe, I think he definitely took a bit of a dip. Um he scored that cracking goal against Scunthorpe and you know but, um... The thing is, Rich, I always very much enjoy your input into these debates, but so far you've spent about 17 minutes telling us who you wouldn't pick and not actually answering the question. <laughs> no, I get that. and um, I, I honestly don't For those know. of you listening I, on I audio, actually, he's just giving me a look to say I'm going to punch you in the face when I see you. 
Actually, I'll tell you who, and, and do you know what? He hasn't actually played much this season. Uh, and I get it's for injury, but I think also coming on the back of last season as well, uh, Jordan Lydon. Interesting. But it, it, obviously, we haven't seen much of him this season yet anyway. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Okay. So that, I, mean, that's, I think that's uh, really that? hypocritical. <laughs> you're, saying, you're saying that Yandolo can't be underperforming because he's a lack of fatigue. Lydon's been walking around with one leg most of the season. <laughs> and he's now the most underperforming player. Oh, that's that's such, a, such a hypocritical statement. <laughs> No, but I did say carrying on from last season, to be fair. What I love is Woody could not wait to take the opportunity to throw his mate under the bus to say, no, you've said this, you've disagreed with me, and now you've made that. yourself look that. stupid. On a daily basis with I was me. sat there going, he's going to say Critchlow. He's going to say Critchlow, <laughs> and then I'm going to absolutely obliterate him. <laughs> but then he went for Leiden. The poor old Aussie sicko. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> I'll catch a break Kieran um, Yeah, I'm not going to pick Jordan Lydon Because that'd be harsh um, <laughs> Fucking poor bloke <laughs> It's a bit like picking Border And he's barely played um, And he, he hasn't underperformed That's just how good he is um, So <laughs> I, I think I think Gladwin I think a lot of people would say he's underperformed, but I think he is generally quite a lazy player at times because he, he's a, a, sometimes a bit of a luxury after carrying through games, but he has moments of brilliance for a season and people forget how bad he is. And I think the last time we sort of saw him was when he came back last time, he wasn't that good either. Um, so I think, but I think Gladwin's had a mixed season. He's not been at his best. He, he's then had some moments of brilliances, but I've just he has looked quite lazy at points, more lazy than he normally does. But I think that's just his sort of game style. He has those moments of brilliance. Um, one player I've been I don't know, say underperforming, but disappointed by, but then he's been unlucky with um Harry fucking Jack Frost Potter's uh, McCurdy's absence. But Alex Gilbert, I thought he's gonna do a bit more. Um and he's been quite disappointing so far this season. So he's probably I again not really had a run of games, but he has had enough chances to sort of try and get in that side. He was starting in that side at, at some points. Um I think he's been a bit disappointing. Um but I think there's no one really that stands out because I don't think anyone's done too badly this year to be fair. Um but had no pre <laughs> This is spicy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wow. (laughs) Maybe Tyree Simpson hasn't scored some more goals. Um, I mean, so hang on, uh, just uh, just very this quickly. Is the most Clyde, controversial please. mailbag question ever. So, my 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 thing is, what the hell were people expecting from Alex Gilbert? Well, he's Irish, I suppose. <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely asking, what 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 were people expecting? I, 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 I'm, I'm going to honestly answer that. Kane, Keslin, Hayden, Hayden, sort of s player sort of be that sort of ready i didn't really know a lot about him but i was expecting him to be sort of that caliber from where he's come from but i think when you look at at his first two games he was immense he was really good 
and then he and just didn't kick on. And then it didn't kick off. And this, the it's feedback much, I hear from every, yeah, I'm not, I'm not every pretty much Cristiano every Ronaldo. single game he's played in, he's got man of the match. So I, I, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't know what people expect. I'm, I'm assuming people are expecting. I'm just defending him because he's Irish, Rich. What, no, what no, I'm not defending. No, no, but I'm. If he was English, he'd be the shittest player in the world. He is English. He's born in England. He is English. He's born in England. No, no. What I mean is, is that everybody seems to be criticising him, but I, I don't get where the criticism is. I don't, I don't, because he I, came I, with a rep- he, he came with a reputation perfect. almost as good as Kessa Hayden's. That's that's why he came like I. But like I said, pers- he's got pretty much man of the match every game he's played in. So I don't I don't get recalling the- getting one man of the match, let alone the player of the match was given to Jack Payne on bloody on on Saturday. So that says all about player of the match. Jordan Lydon's been injured for half a year though. Um, well, it, it's certainly uh, it's certainly riled Rich up. So, so whether you're watching or listening, please let us know in the various social media comments what were you expecting from him? Because uh, Rich isn't happy with the level of criticism he seems to be getting, and do we think that is just because he's an Irish under whatever international? Are you his agent, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> are you his agent? No comment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gentlemen, as always, it has been an absolute pleasure spending the last hour or so uh, in your company. Thank you very much for your time. Um, Enjoy the football tomorrow, Woody and Rich. Enjoy Walsall, Rich and Ben, who's not here, but we know he's going. And, uh, And I will see you all at the weekend for the pod Christmas party. Um, oh yes. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be a whole different show. <laughs> um until next time, thank you very much for watching, thank you very much for listening and uh, we will see you next week. Ooh. <laughs> Cheerio neighbor Rooney. <laughs> Alex